Welcome, everybody, to the loudest podcast, the loudest podcast on the internet. It's the show where two weird comedians, two comedians who live on the fringes of society, discuss incredibly norm core topics. I'm your host, Stereos Coconos. With us is Sarantia. Hello. Uh, do we still post these episodes on YouTube? Yeah. Why, why? are you okay. about to say something's going to get ticked off of YouTube? No, the exact opposite, actually. I need to protect us from copper right now. So here's my copper disclaimer that I wrote. Hang okay. on. Okay. My- <clears throat> Hello. My name is Sarantra. I am an adult. <laughs> With me is my podcast partner, Asterios. Asterios is also an adult. We are adults over the age of 18. Sometimes we like to record ourselves talking about things that adults like to listen to. This recording is intended for other adults, (laughs) specifically adults over the age of 13. If you are under the age of 13, you should not be listening to this video. Instead, why not head over to YouTube Kids? YouTube Kids is a platform that contains fun and educational videos for kids under the age of 13 to enjoy, of which this video is not one of them. (laughs) If you are over the age of 13 and can have a YouTube account per YouTube's regulations, please enjoy the show. If not, please close this video and notify a parent or teacher that you need a YouTube Kids account. I feel so well protected. I feel like I'm back in the womb. I feel like I'm wearing a a lawyer, a Landau-proof vest. Good job, Sriracha. Hey. Thank you. Thank you for watching out for us. That's really cool of you. Thank you. Okay. (laughs) I'll I'll do one real quick, too. Hey, if you are currently under the age of 21, I don't need 18. Fuck that. If you're under the age of 21, I want you to stop listening to me. Take your headphones out or whatever, your Microsoft Zoom, throw it in the closest fireplace you can find. God forbid you end up like me, a Stereos Coconos, a, a ranting, raving boomer yelling to himself in his own apartment with TV antennas glued to his headphones at age 37, regularly being outfoxed by a much younger, much funnier co-host. So you listen to me. This is an urgent warning from the future. You don't fuck it up like I did. You go do some exercise. You disclaimer: This is not safe for kids. I spe- Thank God I did mine first. I specifically said if they were a kid, they should have thrown their phone in the fireplace right now. Which, by the way, I do realize, Will, you shouldn't throw lithium batteries in the fireplace. That's the worst place for lithium batteries. Mm, I don't know. Wait, are you pro throwing lithium batteries in the fireplace? Uh, yes. Yes, I am. Oh, okay. Well, don't do that, because it will start. Although, you know what? I mean, a fireplace, if anything, a fireplace is the best place for a fire. I think it's a state's rights issue. Yeah. state individually mm-hmm. should decide mm-hmm. if you should throw lithium batteries into a fireplace. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Fucking nanny state bullshit. If I, if I look. I should be allowed to expose my kids to as many lithium batteries and fire pleases as I want to. Um, but uh, not on YouTube Kids, where you should go if you are under the age of 13. Oh my God. Okay. You know what? YouTube Kids gave us Baby Shark. YouTube Kids sucks too. Although, hot news story that I saw. Okay. 
I was talking to uh, one of the replacement ranches, and they said that there is a new Baby Shark doll that comes out, that's come out just for the holidays, that sings Baby Shark over and over. And it has one of those special voice chips, like, it sings like two-minute chunks of Baby Shark. It doesn't just go like, Baby Shark, doo-doo. It, like, does the whole thing. And then it asks you to like, rate, and subscribe it as a doll. It's very, and I know what you're thinking. This is two years late. Yeah, it's two years late, but better late than never. Apparently, one of these baby shark dolls caught a bullet, like a stray bullet from a gang fight that was inches away from a baby. Baby shark saved a baby's life. Holy shit. (laughs) Is that true? Yes, that's that's absolutely true. Saw this the other day on the news. So maybe YouTube Kids is good for kids. It saved that baby. Yeah, wow, I was about to say that's a gift that you get a parent who you fucking hate, but I guess it's saving kids. So, yeah, no, I'm pro-giving every child a baby shark. I want to give every child just a protective ring of 12 baby shark drones, encircling it at all times, singing that song in harmonies. I want, like, baritone and soprano baby shark dolls. I, I want them singing at different tones, different keys. I think we could do this. We have bulletproof, you know, bulletproof vests. Yeah. <laughs> we have bulletproof vests. Obviously, okay. So, kids, if you live in America, you should be wearing your bulletproof vest to school every day. Mm-hmm. That's just a fact of the world that we mm-hmm. live in. Mm-hmm. But to make the vest more um, appealing for kids, we glue baby <laughs> shark dolls all over them. <laughs> and it adds double layer of bullet protection. I think that's I think that's really really smart. Wait, why isn't this show good for? Why aren't we regulating this show as COPA compliant? We're saving kids' lives on our show. What the hell is Elsa doing with Spider Man opening, pre- pretending to be pregnant, and then opening LOL dolls? Wait, have you seen yeah, these LOL dolls? I've not seen the LOL dolls, but I have seen plenty of those Spider-Man Elsa videos. They are weird, bro. I don't know what fucking kind of Dan Schneider shit is going on at whatever Chinese factory is producing these. But they're fucking weird, man. Have you ever considered... What's the name of Elsa's sister? You could play that girl. Anna. You'd be a great Anna. Have you ever considered moving into an apartment with (laughs) Spider-Man? And, and opening Kinder eggs all day. Yeah, how many Kinder surprise eggs do I get to open every day? I want to be paid in Kinder surprise eggs. Yes. Uh, well, well, don't worry. If you don't open the the quota of Kinder surprise eggs, you will. Let's just say Baby Shark will beat the ever living piss out of you. There's a baby. There's a Baby Shark right off screen, and he, he Whatever, will take. Uh, huh? Whatever Indian factory is making these, the manager is actually a baby, a gigantic anthropomorphic baby shark who's just beating them, making them continue to edit these cartoons. Hey, look, they're successful. If they're successful, it means they're right. With all these, you know, I'm watching Teletubbies when I'm a kid, and there's a fucking, there's a Tinky Winkies in the sun and whatever, and these idiots are running around, and I'm, I'm like, this is garbage. But the kids seem to like this Teletubby shit. If they like it, give it to them. That's what. Hey, that's another great parenting tip. If your kids want something, give it to them. Whatever it is. That's pretty much my dad's parenting strategy growing up. I have so many memories of my dad doing something, and then when my mom yelled at him, him being like, but she wanted it. Like, what? Yeah, that's not, that's not a good reason. To, that's not a good, Well, hey, actually, speaking of little kids, 
uh, Thanksgiving happened, and my two-year-old niece has become like a little human shitpost, and it is so <laughs> fucking cute. She's like, I don't think she's allowed on the internet, and yet she has somehow become an internet troll. Question. Sure. Uh, is it the younger one or it's the older the one? the littlest one. She's just oh, two God. years old. Little <laughs> tiny one. Okay. Here's what she does. We all sit down to Thanksgiving dinner, and uh, we go to that restaurant I told you guys about last week. They sit her down. They give her a glass of milk. She picks up the straw. She takes the straw out of the wrapping, puts the straw in the milk, then... Shows us all the straw wrappers, rips it into smaller pieces, throws the pieces in the middle of the table, and looks at us as if to say, like, huh, how you like that? Look who's misbehaving. It's attention time. Oh, three-nager. She's a three-nager. Yeah. She's a three-rager. And, of course, mom and dad are like, don't do that. You only did that to bother us. And she's like, no, I didn't, which is a pretty good defense. Because now you're arguing logic with a two-year-old. You're like, yeah, yeah, it's bulletproof. It's like, it's like, oh, well, I guess they did present the other side of this. She did say, no, I didn't. Therefore, ah, we, we got to weight these two things equally. She seems to really think she didn't do this on purpose. And, um... She was misbehaving in some other ways. All like she wouldn't eat, and then she wanted to eat other people's food. And she would eat her. But uh, my favorite moment was at the end of the meal. She sang goodbye to everybody, and I go, "Hey, all right, goodbye. I love you. Give me a hug." And she goes, "I don't love you. I hate you." And she wow. and she looked at me like right in the eyes to be like, "How? Huh? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do now? What are you gonna do about that super hurtful thing I just said?" And I was, you're not going to believe this, I was very, very proud of her. No way. Did your brother hear her say that? Did your brother? Everybody heard it. (laughs) Everybody heard her say that. I don't like you. I hate you. But I was like, you are using your words to annoy and bother other people. And that's kind of what your uncle does for a living. That's how your uncle and his co-host ended up on the billboard charts. They <laughs> strung together a bunch of words specifically to annoy someone else. I was oh, she's on a bad path. <laughs> I, I mean, look, if she was if this was my kid, I'd be more worried, but it's not my kid. So I was kind of like, this is you keep it up. I want you to like really troll your teachers. Call them fat, and if they're t- and and if they want, or if they have an eating disorder, call them too skinny. Figure out whatever your teachers freak out mo- freak out points are, and freak them out about it. If they're super Christian, say atheist shit. If they're a super atheist, talk about how God wouldn't want you learning about science or just whatever. You troll your way through life, kiddo. I love you. So that's why that's what that was. Uh, one of the things that happened to me over Thanksgiving. Yeah, that is like the 21st century defensive mechanism. <laughs> you got to teach them how to young, like how to troll. Yeah. Because they'll never survive at the intellectual dark web. <laughs> no, they certainly won't. Um, you you were telling me you're, you, you also got like a shitposting family member? Uh, yeah, my cousin, who is 10, I think, 9 or 10, somewhere in there, is a literal shitposter and now just texts me normie memes 
at weird hours and how he started this the last time I went to visit them. He says, do you like memes? And I'm a little bit taken aback because I, because I am at the age where I do not know anyone who is still in school, like uh, the required school, the public school. So I have no idea what kids are into or doing anymore. So it was very bizarre to see like, because in my day, we didn't have... I think memes were invented when I was, like, 17 or mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. So this kid comes up to me, and he's like, do you like memes? And I say, uh, yeah, buddy, what you got? And he shows me, he pulls out... He's like, he says, I'm a weeb. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, excuse me? <laughs> You're a what? He says, yeah, I'm a weeb. I like Naruto. And then he pulls out his Naruto headband, and shows it to me. And you know what? It, you know, they say trends go in circles. Yes. I was kind of proud of him too, because I was like, holy shit, I had one of these when I was in middle school. You had a Naruto headband? Oh, God, yeah. I didn't Naruto. know that. Everybody did. And fishnet gloves, which I was not allowed to wear at school because my mom thought it was a fetish thing. Well, your mom's not wrong, but everything's <laughs> I mean, a fetish thing. Yeah, but it was, I wanted to wear them not because of that, but because the characters in Naruto all wore them. All the characters in Naruto wore fishnet gloves? Yeah, they have fishnet gloves. Fishnet is a very, the fashion of Naruto. I could do a whole goddamn, like, dissertation on. They got some weird trends going on over in the Leaf Village. Wow. But, um, he starts showing me these normie memes, like screenshots of Twitter posts, because that's basically all that memes are at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he shows me a screenshot of a tweet, and it's something like, when Faf- FAFSA, like the federal aid thing, sees that you got Chick-fil-A, you got curly fries with your Chick-fil-A, and takes away all your aid, and it's guy like punching through a wall. And I'm like, do you even know what this is? You're in middle school. You're 10. You might still be in elementary school. I have no idea how kids work. I think he liked the drywall punching. There's a lot of heat right now in the meme space around punching, th- about around guys named Kyle punching through drywall or white Caucasian males in general seem to really have it out for drywall in today's memosphere. <laughs> saw a great tweet the other day. It said something like, Eminem be like, you couldn't impress me if you were drinking a Pepsi with Jeffrey Epstein. And then under it said, Eminem fan, holy shit, dot, 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 punches hole through drywall. <laughs> I saw that meme. I saw that meme today. I... Saw a similar meme that I saved on my phone because I liked it so much. And it says, when white guys get mad about anything, and you can, as you can see here, it's a picture of a fist, and over the fist is the phrase drywall missile. <laughs> Have you ever punched a drywall? I mean, accidentally, my knee went through the drywall once when I was, like, sliding around on the bed as a kid. And then I was like, I'm going to... So, yeah, so, like, me and my little brothers, we were, like, sliding off the bed. We were, like, we were going, like, Geronimo, like, on a pillow. We were, like, going, like, Geronimo, and, like, sliding off the side of the bed and, like, onto the floor. And then I was, like, oh, let me slide off the other side of the bed. And I'm, like, Geronimo, and then my knee went, like, right through the wall. Oh, no. And our solution for, that, for this was to 
um, raise the height of the bed with books to hide the hole in the drywall. And this worked for like a year. Our parents did not find out that there was a gaping hole in the house, leaking expensive, expensive heat, ruining our home's uh, insulation. And then, like, I think they were like, okay, we're all getting new beds. And we were all like, uh-oh. And they moved uh-oh. the bed. And they were like, how long has this hole been here? And we were all like, about a year. We have no idea. Uh, just You just caused that hole. It just it, you, uh, Mom, I can't believe you. It came with the house. I had a similar experience. I would, uh, whenever I got home and I had, like, a bad grade on a homework or a test, because there was something like when I got home in elementary school, my mom would always want to go through like your folder in your backpack. Right. Okay. So what I would do is before she got home, I would put my folder on the counter, but then I would take out anything with bad grades or marks on it and hide it behind. I had this big dresser in my room. So at some point this went on for years. And then at some point my mom went and cleaned out my room and found like just a treasure trove of failed math quizzes. I have to say, though, okay, now, the listener, you might be thinking, like, why didn't she, like, destroy the papers at night? Like, you might be thinking, like, why didn't you try to patch the hole in the wall with, like, dry, with, like the drywall materials that, are, that were in, likely in your parents' garage? Like, the answer is, these schemes did work for a long time. Like, you got to give these schemes credit. You, you got away with that for years, it sounds like. Yeah, and kids are fucking stupid and don't think more than one step in advance. That's why they're not a vote. Yeah, but here's what I'm saying. Yeah, kids are stupid. Stupid. But if some look, if someone's really stupid, the plan doesn't work at all. For stupid kids to get results like this, like a year of breathing room, that's pretty good. That's a, that's yeah. That's not bad. Especially for a hole in the wall. I wouldn't expect you to patch a hole in the wall. Are you crazy? I, well, at the time, there wasn't, like, YouTube or something where you could look it up. But, like, I... Exactly, no. It would be very hard for a child to have the motor skills to patch a hole in the drywall. I did get some plaster of Paris and a spatula... And a, and a, uh, not spatula, like a spackle knife. And I, like, I opened up the container of spackle i mixed it up and i started like putting some spackle in there but i didn't have like the netting that is required or a replacement piece of drywall i was just like i'm just gonna fill this wall with spackle just wet spackle and at some point it'll fill up and the wall will be full and then after like i wasted half a container of spackle Just, like, by dumping it in the space between the wall that the rats live in. I was like, "Mm, this isn't working. I'm going to go back to plan A, hiding this. (laughs) That's how this works, right? You just keep dumping plaster in Paris in it. Yeah, I assume all the walls in my home are completely filled to the brim with plaster of Paris. Except, of course, for this one. I must have kneed this section of wall so hard that it completely shattered all the plaster that was in there. Who could have possibly predicted this outcome? I know. <laughs> um, but speaking of Thanksgiving and meeting our little shitposting family members, I did go to that restaurant for Thanksgiving. And I walked in. Ma- my mom goes, Asterios. And then she like does the thing where like, she points her head at the turkeys. 
And I was like, yeah. oh, my God, my mom is so excited to steal these turkeys. And that just makes me more excited to do it. So I grab one. I'm like, oh, this one's for Rudiger. I put it in my pocket and I'm wearing like a big leather jacket with a lot of pockets. You could cram like a baker's dozen of turkeys in this jacket. I go back for a second one a little bit later and I'm like, and this is for Denise Stan. And I uh, put it in my pocket. And then the lady takes the whole tray of turkeys right in front of me and moves them to the maitre d' podium next to the cast register. That fucking cunt. No way. She... It was a very malicious turkey migration. <laughs> Sounds like it. Holy shit. Yeah. That was definitely like a call-out on you. I yeah. You know. No. Oh! My whole life is being called out. You, you don't think I know when I'm pissing off a service employee or so... Or just anyone in general? I've seen that look my whole life. The like, what are you, a child look? From adult after adult after adult. No, I'm not a child. I'm 37 years old. But me and my mom regularly see how many chocolate turkeys we could steal. And they're not even good. I, I tried one. Usually I don't eat them. But I was like very stressed one night at like four in the morning. And I was like, I'm going to eat this whole chocolate turkey right now. And, uh... I forgot, like, they don't even taste very good. Are they like that cheap milk chocolate that you get when you have, like, a Easter bunny? I was going to say, it's like, Hershey's is already not great, but that's at least better than, like, Brockman's Easter bunny chocolate. Yeah. This was a level beneath Brockman's Easter bunny chocolate. The chocolate that's, like, so shitty, we have to make it look like something appealing and only sell it to you once a year. Christ. Yeah. It was... I don't know where. Oh, and the fucking coffee they're serving. And not that I'm like Mr. Big Shot who like demands the finest things. They have like this nice little coffee pot and they're going around and like, oh, more coffee, sir. More coffee. And I'm smelling it. It's it's instant coffee. They just took a bunch of instant coffee and put it in a super nice sterling coffee pot and stirred it around. This restaurant's cutting corners all over the place. Oh, my God. They were serving you instant coffee. Like, you don't even need to be a coffee snob to be able to instantly differentiate instant coffee from regular coffee. Because, one, I will be on the toilet all afternoon. And, one, I will not. Yeah. I, and, and, look, we have instant coffee at the house. Like, I drink it sometimes. But I don't drink it most of the time because it really fucks with me. It's like... uh it's like a it's like a fucking science experiment in a glass. Oh, sriracha? I'm sorry. You said we have instant coffee? Yeah. We don't. That guy sent us four packets of it, remember? Oh, yes. I was going to say we didn't buy instant coffee. I did I say we bought it? Wait, but you mean that's brewed coffee. I, you're you're talking about the kind that you just mix in water and then drink, right? A listener sent us four packets of instant Starbucks frappuccino mix. Remember the pumpkin spice to make pumpkin spice lattes? Oh, I thought that was just flavoring. No, that's instant coffee. Starbucks, oh, wow. Starbucks, like forever. They like five or six years ago, they started putting out like instant coffee and it doesn't taste bad. The Starbucks instant coffee. Like apparently it's really great for our soldiers overseas because it's the only instant coffee that doesn't taste like garbage. So like now soldiers in places where they don't have fresh ground coffee every morning. Don't have to fucking drink Sanka like it's the 1970s. 
Yeah, we love the troops. Yeah, we're big fans. Oh! We love the troops, except for Onesia. <laughs> Wait, is, was he a soldier? He was in the chair force for a while. Oh, my God! Wow, I didn't know you were in the Navy or Army or Marines. Here you are with your goddamn military pride. Um, Sriracha, she's been slowly telling me about somebody who I thought his name was Onion Son. Cause like in the, he actually thought that was his name. Because in the Discord, everyone kept like writing about some guy. They were all, oh, you see what Onion Son did? See what Onion? I'm like, I don't care. Whatever they're talking about, I don't care. Um, but I did. But so like Sriracha's is like telling me about this guy and telling me about this guy, and it's like ah, oh, whatever, whatever, whatever. I guess the kids like this guy. But then he put out a video a couple of weeks ago of him going goo uh, uh, goo gaga into a camera. Yeah, he was. It was obviously him putting on an act. Like it wasn't uh, real. Like we thought that was no. There's no way that's real. I don't believe for one second that that was an, a genuine freak out. But I guess uh, he got his Patreon deleted, and he got real upset. I have no idea why they deleted his Patreon, or if he even. I had no idea how much even. I didn't even know he had a Patreon. I thought all of his money was coming from YouTube. Why are but you saying they, Patreon? This is new. Is that, I heard is a, that not? I heard a podcast where people were also saying I was listening to this show, uh, Expounded Universe, which is these two guys who talk about the Star Wars uh, books. They were also saying Patreon. It's Patreon. Patreon.com slash stereos. Patreon. Like a patron. A not a patron. I'm a patron guess- of When did I've never heard you say Patreon before. Where did you pick this up? I think I've just been listening to a lot of podcasts and who happened to say Patreon. Yeah, exactly. It's this new thing. It's Patreon. God damn. Okay, anyway, Patreon. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I cut you off. I guess this Patreon got uh, deleted. I, I have no idea or like I have no idea why it got deleted or even what content he was producing, but it resulted in some very funny videos, <laughs> which is all I care about. Okay. So like, look, if you're listening to this, I mean, look. I've seen the video, so there's an almost 100% chance that you, the listener, have seen the video, if a boomer has already seen it. But um, here's what I think. Because that guy who fought me in that boxing match, whatever, War War of the Fanboys, he thought he was joking, but he didn't realize he was also being serious. Like, he thought he was putting on an act... But he did really want to beat me up, and he did love President Trump. He was like, oh, yeah, oh, hey, Heil Maga, whatever, ha, ha, ha. But he was also like, but he also like really does, d- does like that guy. And, and so I think it's the same thing with Onision. Like, he thinks he's making like a funny freakout video. And yes, some of it is performative. But some of it is also that that guy's crazy and went crazy into a camera i what do you think of my theory i think you have a sound theory that might be correct i also heard an incredibly compelling theory the someone dm'd me on twitter and was like here's my theory about this freak out is that okay so onision has been involved in an ongoing legal dispute for a very long time because i i this is another thing i don't know like the details on so destroy me in the comments i don't care Apparently, he lives on a swath of protected swampland. 
and he wa- he did some kind of illegal construction, mm-hmm. and now the EPA is after him or something. Okay. So someone emailed me and was like, he's doing this because the combination of the EPA lawsuit and also, like, there's a Chris Hansen thing, like, going on in the background where maybe he groomed a girl. I didn't watch any of it, so I can't comment on it. But it's, they were like, he's doing this so he can eventually plead insanity at some kind of court hearing. Mm. I was like, damn, you know, that's compelling. I think this is like a catch-22. If you're going to, like, load up your camera, say, hey, you all got my Patreon canceled. You want to see me go nuts? Let's go nuts. Ah, cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. A-wooga, a-wooga. Woo-hoo, cuckoo. Like, if you're going to, like, start making, like, because that, he literally was, like, doing, like, a Joker impression, but that had secret actual Joker (laughs) undertones. If you think to yourself, I'm going to make myself look insane on the internet so that I can get out of paying this EPA fine. That's, that is what an insane person would do. You have to be insane in order to think that pretending to be insane while you're a celebrity is a good idea. Oh, speaking of being insane while you're a celebrity, you see Aaron Carter is like losing his fucking mind. Okay, who is Aaron Carter? You don't know who Aaron Carter is? He was really, like, stupidly famous. Wait, is Aaron Carter the one who goes, I don't know much, but I know I love you, and that may be all I need to know. You sure that's not Aaron Carter? 100%. All right, I'm looking this up. I think that's Aaron Carter. I have no idea what you were talking about right now. All right. Okay, I'm looking this up. Oh, no, that's Aaron Neville. Okay, no, you're right. That's a totally different Aaron. So Aaron Carter has been just going batshit insane on Twitter for the last couple days. If you don't follow him, you this is the this is the latest in a series of Aaron Carter has been like my own personal lol cow for a while. Mm-hmm. He has been he it started when I he came onto my radar was when him and Trisha Paytas got into some kind of argument over like he was saying that or she was saying that they slept together and he was denying it but he was den- he, he he kept going on and like quote tweeting no people with 15 followers and screaming at them Ugh. so today he tweeted out a picture of you know Jeffrey Star he does makeup on YouTube mm-hmm. Jeffrey Star has merch and the merch is basically a hoodie with the tie-dye pattern on it so he tweeted out a bunch of pictures of Jeffrey Star's merch and was like Jeffrey Star stole my merchandise designs and then everybody responded back uh you put your merch up something like a year ago and Jeffrey's has been up for 4 years and now he's going on this hours-long tirade of fuck you bots you won't control me you russian hackers jeffrey star hired these russian hacker bots to endlessly hound me and get me thrown in oh wait let me let me read you a direct tweet bot accounts are run through cryptocurrency and oaid i don't know what that means to moderate the internet they can make you famous, spelled incorrectly, or be your demise because they can create narratives that do not exist. One person on Discord can create hundreds of accounts that are fake. Make sure you check these accounts out. Wow, this guy really doesn't want to be wrong, huh? 
No, he really, he really, he's upset. <laughs> he is very mad on the internet. Remember, if you, remember, if somebody presents you with evidence, hardcore evidence that you might be wrong, it is your job, nay, your duty to double down. Keep screaming until everybody moves on. Because if you admit you're wrong, even once, it means you're bad or something. It means you're not good. How the fuck do you run Twitter bots through cryptocurrency? Like, which one, bro? Tell me so I can buy a bunch of it. Yeah, I need some of these bots. Actually, because here's the thing. If I tweet a joke and it doesn't get enough faves, yeah, I'm deleting it. I feel bad. And I've been on Twitter for like 11 years. Like, I know how Twitter works. Like, you're supposed to want to keep the jokes that you want to tell, not just the ones that get the best. It's like, why are you in this thing for for valid for like validation through likes and retweets? Or are you in this thing to to like uh, to get your art out there? Well, obviously, it's for the validation. So if I had a bunch of bots that I could hire with cryptocurrency to just like and retweet all my stuff, I'd be a happier person, even knowing it's fake. Yeah, I do. I would, too. I think you would do that for Instagram. Bring it on the bots. Hell yeah, I would. Yeah. You knew how to do it? Absolutely. Yeah, I bet if these bots could give you plenty of Instagram hearts, you'd love that, too, wouldn't you? Fuck yeah, I would. If I yeah. could buy followers that engage with me regularly, hell yeah. If I could buy friends, you bet I would. Yeah, you bet I, your ass. If yeah. I could download a friend, absolutely. Yeah, I know you would. I would, too. Actually, wait. Speaking of uh, the pointless internet bullshittery stupid asshole fights, Sriracha, you were telling me something earlier today when I was coming home from my parents' house. Yeah, I see that there's a viral tweet going around, some stupid news site. I didn't read the article because it made me so mad. But it was like, the headline was, Baby Groot responds to Baby Yoda stealing his thunder, says, I am Groot. And I have been so mad over that all day that I've just been blocking and deleting and muting everyone who has forced me to come in contact with it. Because fuck you, baby Groot. It sounds like your personal Twitter timeline is in some... All your friends are in some sort of Twitter tizzy over who's better, baby Groot or baby Yoda. Do you have an opinion on this? Uh, I hate both of them. What? I hate Disney. Uh, Hmm. The only good thing they've ever done is Porgs uh, consume product and get excited for next product. No, I mean, you should consume product and become excited for next new product. But um, I like Baby Yoda a lot. You're not going to get me not to like Baby Yoda. Do you see He's that so new? Cute. Oh, see? I thought you hated Baby Yoda. I do hate him, though. I, I, really? I recognize that he's cute, but I still do hate him. Yesterday, when I sent you that gif of Baby Yoda sipping out of a little mug. Sipping like some hot soup out of a little mug. You tell me you didn't like that? He had a little soup. He had a little soup. He was drinking a little bit of hot, steaming hot baby soup. He's a little baby with magic powers. What's not to like? I have not seen. I have no idea what Baby Yoda even is beyond the realm of gifts that I've seen on the internet. Yeah, I mean, me neither. I'm not, I haven't watched The Mandalorian and like... And honestly, I like Baby Yoda so much that I might not watch The Mandalorian because it might spoil it. Because I loved Baby Groot. Oh, dancing Baby Groot. Oh, I love him in the trailer. Baby Groot, Baby Groot, so cute. I see Guardians 2, and it's kind of a letdown of a movie. And it kind of makes me like Baby Groot less. So to protect Baby Yoda, 
I must never watch his narrative. If you had to shoot Baby Groot or Baby Yoda in the forehead, like right between the temple, who would you choose? I mean, I would shoot. I would shoot Baby Groot. I would put Baby Groot into a wood chipper and then throw that wood chipper into a fireplace and throw a bunch of lithium batteries in there and let the sea take <laughs> it away. Well, I assume this is on a houseboat. Um, I mean, but to be fair, you can regrow a whole Groot from a splinter. So if I shot Baby Groot in the forehead, you'd get a whole litter of Baby Groots. Hmm, I didn't know that they could regenerate like that. That's what baby Groot is, because Groot died at the end of Guardians 1, but but uh, Rocket kept a splinter of him to make another Groot. Groot's son is baby Groot, and then, in Avengers Endgame, becomes sullen teenager Groot. Yeah, this is the corporation we want to control everything. The one that came up with all of these amazing ideas. Yeah, they should own all of our water and telecommunications. No, they definitely should. And and I I I, th- I wonder when they're going to get into the private military business because it's like because it's like well if they've already got like a security force oh but they have to call the cops if there's a big problem at the parks what if you what if you hired what if Disney got like a special carve out to have Blackwater mercenary security operate on domestic soil. And then what if Disney just bought Blackwater and turned them into like happy water? It turned Blackwater into white water. White water. Everybody loves that. White water rafting. The white water scandal from the Clinton administration in the 90s. Yeah, exactly. Make a mouse water until they make it fun. I'm imagining troops in Afghanistan. Their guns look like lightsabers, mm-hmm. but then they're just killing Afghanis. And, they, and their helmets have the ears on them. And they have like little baby Groots on them. Yeah, exactly. They get blown up by landmines. And what do they use for bulletproof vests? That right. That's right. Bulletproof baby Yoda dolls. They they just they're so they just stick them onto their vest. Now they're double bulletproof, mm-hmm. just like our school kids. By the way. Copa warning. Do not. I hope you have not listened to this. Yeah, if you're listening, we're what, 50 minutes in, kids? If you're still here, you've definitely violated Copa, and the Disney Corporation will be uh, in your home to take your parents very soon. (laughs) Okay. I gotta vote. Just to level set, I gotta vote for Baby Yoda. Oh, interestingly, Baby Yoda and Baby Groot are both baby versions of adult. Disney characters that talk weird. I do like that. They both got big eyes. A lot of people, though, are tagging me and they're sending me, who's better, Baby Yoda or Porgs? Baby Yoda or Porgs? And it's like, that's a false choice. I can like both things. And they're also very different things. That's a it's a very apples and oranges comparison. The, the yeah, Porgs to true. Baby Yoda. Can Baby Yoda, does Baby Yoda talk fucked up like real Yoda? <laughs> I assume that, like, the first thing he's going to say is he's going to be like, Love you, I do. Like, is he, he's, it's going to be a fucked up thing. Okay, maybe that makes me like Baby Yoda a little bit more. I know you like Baby Yoda. I know you I do. I don't. I hate Disney. I hate this corporation. But you I love Porgs. Everything that's an outlier. And they fired the guy that made them, so I fired them from my heart. How much fun did you have at Epcot Center? A lot of fun. Eating, a lot of fun. Eating that, eating that Brazilian cheese bread and drinking that Caprahania. Remember when we went on Buzz Lightyear's like a goofy ride? That was fun shooting the things. Yeah. You saw Toy Story 4 in Chinese with Chinese <laughs> subtitles filling up half the screen. 
Yeah, I, I saw half of Toy Story 4, like the top half. You enjoyed it! <laughs> I did. It's amazing how shitty Toy Story 1 and 2 look now. Have you went back? Have you ever like thought to go back and watch? I know I've talked oh, yeah. about this with you a yeah. lot, yeah, but yeah. they look like garbage. The same with Grand Theft Auto Five. Like I remember when that game came out, we were all floored by how amazing the graphics were. And then you go back and play it now, and it looks terrible. <laughs> no, no, no. Grand Theft Auto One. I mean, I, I'm sorry. Toy Story One looks like a very shitty screensaver. Toy Story One looks like it's it would fit on a on like a CD-ROM. It's like yeah, it's about 500 megabytes a movie. Yeah, Toy Story One. Yeah, enjoy it. Andy looks like uh, like shit. Andy looks like a total piece of crap. It's like why the hell do you want this kid to love you so much? He looks horrible. He has like a bowling ball head. It's so so creepy. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's absolutely disgusting. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back after this. Welcome back to the Loudest Podcast. Now, last week we told you we got some pretty badass posters coming out. They were drawn by Berries and Cream. She's, she also made the adorable pin rancha and the, the Garf Stereos pin. Would you believe it? She's on the phone right now. Berries and Cream, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you, Asterios? I'm doing good. Sriracha, how how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic, and I'm going to be doing even better when I get these posters in my hand. (laughs) Put them on my wall. Okay. So, what was the inspiration? Now, just one day, Bears of Cream just sends us these images. They say, bird mom and bird dad on them. Where the hell did you come up with the idea for these posters? Um... Well, I've I've been drawing for a long time, and I actually used to do digital art as like a hobby on the side, just for funsies. Okay. And um, I've been a fan of of you and Sriracha for a long time, and I wanted to try my hand at fan art. (laughs) So I just went for like... Uh, specifically the story where Sriracha was talking about the type of men that she is into. <laughs> She's into... Uh, wait, wait, what kind of men is she I'm into? Sorry, I forget. Yeah. I remember her saying something about them being, like, sleazy looking. Yes, that's it. Yes, that's how I describe my type. Yes, no, That's yes. what I was going for. No, 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 yes. It's all coming back to me now. I do remember. <laughs> berries, Berries, how do you feel about sleazy men? Hmm... Not my thing, honestly. What, wait, what if we I had like, a, could we frame this differently like dangerous wheeler dealer gambler types who live on the edge? And I'm don't not, play by the rules. <laughs> yeah, what do, you, what do you think of those guys, huh? I like to be that one. Ah, there you go. There's not room for two. <laughs> I respect that. I respect the shit out of that. Sleazy <laughs> men. Sleazy. Oh. I've heard this so many times. <laughs> we were talking to someone else, and they were like, this, I was talking to this other listener, and she was like, yeah, Sriracha's really into sleazy guys. Real sleazoids. If there's one thing Sriracha's looking for, it's someone who looks like they were, they're in that revolving door prison system we have in our country. <laughs> James Franco is my celebrity crush for that exact, exact reason. <laughs> He's gross. He looks nasty. I bet he wears leopard print underwear. Oh my god, yes. I'm into that. I'm unironically into that. I also bet he wears leopard print. Anyway, 
So, so now what Sriracha said about the, the drawing of me that you've done, which is a, an adorable picture of me uh, with a joint hanging out of my mouth and the joint says <laughs> patreon.com slash stereo. <laughs> and, and across the top it says bird dad. Sriracha said, this is the only attractive cartoon version of me that exists. So I don't know how you did it. You cut the Gordian knot. You cracked the code. I think it was by drawing someone who looks a lot like Keanu Reeves. What do you what do you think of what do you think of this? Um I'm very flattered. I actually drew the picture of you using reference pictures of you. So what? really? Yes. Wow. It's weird. It's weird that you said Keanu Reeves, because for the longest time, I've thought this picture looks like somebody tried to draw Keanu Reeves from memory and then just ended up drawing somebody's fuckable dad instead. <laughs> I like I like that first word a lot. I lo- yeah, this is getting good. Yes, I like this. Okay. And, uh, and look, uh, listeners, you got to get these posters. We, we have only made 100 of them, and we're going to stop selling them on Friday. And I will, on live stream... I will throw the unclaimed posters into a fireplace. You will see Barry's and Cream's hard work burst into flames. You're not going to see these on tour. They're not going to be available on Bandcamp. If you want these posters, you've got to get them by Friday. You pledge $15 to patreon.com. You get both of these posters. And I will eat one. Yes, you will. Live on air. I will and eat I, one. And I will cry as I eat a lean cuisine over mine. <laughs> You're gonna make her eat that disgusting dog food? How dare you, listeners? <laughs> does lean cuisine come with the brownie? Um, I don't think it does. No, no. that's not very lean. I think that's kid cuisine. That is kid cuisine. <laughs> that's the one I like. The one that oh, has the man. dinosaurs. Yeah, berries and cream were kid cuisines a significant part of your childhood as well. <laughs> oh, most definitely. What's your favorite one? Probably the one with the nuggies. The one with the nuggies is by far the best. I always hated those nasty ass. Like the anyone anything with lasagna or sauce involved was always disgusting. Can I give you a hot take really fast? Yeah, please. I hate the pizza lunchables. Really I think nasty. That's interesting because I just <laughs> ate one of those as an adult last week. You sent me a They're- picture of that lunchable. <laughs> Who wants to eat cold tomato sauce? Ooh, that's a good, that's I think a, it tastes good. That's a really good point. That's a really, really good point. I agree with you, though, that it does only taste like pizza because we're told it tastes like pizza. Yeah. Um, I used to put them in the oven. They taste better if you put them in the oven. But then it's like, why? Who are you kidding? You're eating a, you're eating a Lunchable. Yeah, I can make my own fucking pizza if I wanted to operate the oven. Pretty much. Yeah. I put that much effort into it. If it's going to take 40 minutes, just spend another three minutes pr- like pouring some olive oil and some chicken. Just shove that in the goddamn thing. That's a very good point, Bear's Cream. Thank you, thank you. I ate a lot of the. My parents gave us a lot of Weaver chicken nuggets in the blue box. Were those outlawed by the time you guys uh, were born? Probably. Yeah. I, I, now I'm just realizing, oh my God, I've never seen... I was just at the supermarket earlier today. I've never seen these Weaver chicken nuggets. They must have been like half asbestos and half delicious. Oh, my God. I can eat some of those right now. Do you like the potato um, fries that are shaped with like a circle with a smiley face in the middle? I do like those because those they're not exactly French fries. They're more like little mashed 
mashed potato discs. They don't taste good, but they make me smile. Oh no, they don't. T- I mean, but come on, it's it's. Of course, it doesn't taste good, but I still want it. <laughs> I want it all the goddamn time. I, I, uh, we got an air fryer, Ooh. and now they're selling air fried chicken nuggets. Oh, I forgot to say. I get to the I got to the Thanksgiving dinner and for the first time they had a spe- okay so the Thanksgiving dinner I do every year with my 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 parents we go to a restaurant it's buffet style and they had a whole tray of chicken tenders a whole tray of french fries and a whole tray of macaroni and cheese on its own special table like set aside very nice tablecloth and then there's a piano player and this year there was a saxophone player too, and they're all playing the songs from Frozen, and I'm just filling up on chicken nuggets. God damn, it was a good Thanksgiving. How was that your thing? Like- How was your Thanksgiving, berries and cream? Um, and remember, crazy. if it was depressing, make up a lie because people don't <laughs> want to hear about a depressing Thanksgiving. Um, it was pretty rad. Oh yeah, I went to. I did not go to my parents' house. <laughs> Awesome! So, uh, automatic improvement. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> I think Nobody? everybody forgets that they can just not do family holidays. Like, I saw so many pictures on Twitter, like, about to own all my cousins with my grabbed by the pussy shirts. Like, you realize, oh! like, like Chris, Charlene, you're 25 years old. You could just not go. You could just stay in New York. <laughs> if you've got such a boner for New York, just stay in New York. <laughs> And um, nobody talked about politics, and we just ate, and it was really, it was lovely. We set up, I forgot to talk about this, we set up two different Thanksgiving group chats, because uh, your group text, apparently you can't add more than 20 people to a group chat, so we had like two giant group texts going around, and I have to say, some of the stuff people's family was saying is so horrible, I can't even, like, obliquely reference it without feeling bad. Oh, tell me what, <laughs> tell me the worst one. Okay. I can, I, I'll think of mine. Okay, I'm trying to, I, I, okay, I need to defuse this bomb for a second. Okay, this guy said that his father said at the table in front of everybody that their college football team needed to, quote, import more, and then a terrible pejorative for the African-American community. Oh, God. Oh, goodness. And then, (laughs) but then, but then, but then, the word beef. Wait. Exactly. You thought you couldn't make that worse. This guy found a way to make it worse. He's like, my father said that our team needs to import more pejorative beef. Now, it wasn't the big one. It wasn't the big one, but it's a. It was a bad one. Oof. <laughs> so wait, when he says beef, does he mean like beefcakes or an argument, a fight? No, no. He, my football team. He wants to have, my vote is that he wants to have sex with them. Well, yeah, obviously. Well, obviously. I mean, they, it's, they sound delicious. But like, no, he's talking about more fight. More. He's talking about using human beings. Uh, for their strength, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying. Ooh. It's bad. I feel like I learned about this in history class. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. God damn it. 
Really? Why don't you elaborate on that for me? No! Like, it was a war of some kind. The, the second worst one was not nearly as bad. Somebody texted that their aunt keeps referring to African-American women as, quote, mamas, end quote. Ooh. And it's no, like, that's not, that bad. that's not as bad. But the thing is, it's like, that's bad. That's so bad. weird. That's bad because there is a there's a thing where it's in the in in the the old entertainment where men would paint their faces in a color that wasn't theirs. There there was a thing about the the word mammy, and they would sing that word, and it was a whole thing. So it's like, but now I'm saying to myself, this thing that's bad isn't nearly as bad as this other thing. So now what do I think this thing's good? It was. I- very complex group chats. I think that if I didn't have the context and someone just came up to me and used sub, sub substituted the word black woman for mama, I don't think I would make the connection. Like if I came up to you and said, a mama made me late by parking my car in, would you have any idea what you were talking about? I would assume you were talking about like, I don't know, a pregnant woman that took forever getting out of her car. Yeah, wait, what the fuck? That doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, I don't get it. It's, it's, I get the sense that it's this aunt's, like, own little secret spice of crypto racism. I'm not into it. (laughs) Not in so, but the group chats we did, it wasn't all. Like, there were very few people who said, who, because the group chats existed so that we could all complain about our insane families. We spent a lot of time on the group chat arguing over what the best dessert is. Like, what's the best Thanksgiving dessert? Carrot cake. Interesting. It's an interesting choice. Asterius, what do you pick? Huh. I, okay, so, so some, so we were talking about all the kinds of classic pies that you see. You know, pumpkin pie, obviously. Apple pie, blueberry pie, pecan pie. I start thinking to myself... I think pecan pie is like a severely underrated pie. Oh, most definitely. It's just candied every... It's like they, they could candy styrofoam with the candying they do. And it the would thing, taste... Yeah? As somebody who bakes, like the thing about pecan pie is that the ones in the stores are really... It's it's just corn syrup and sugar and mm, but num, num, too num, num. much... But yes. if you had like a homemade pecan pie, like I, I make those a lot. Yeah. A lot better. Yeah. I also do the carrot cake. <laughs> I'm kind of famous for it. <laughs> okay. Look, you're going to have, you're going to really have to sell us in this carrot cake. I'm not sure if you've realized yet. There's no buyers for your carrot cake. Maybe your carrot cake is the best thing at your Thanksgiving. Generally speaking, carrot cake kind of tastes like shredded newspaper. And the it- thing about carrot cake that most people make, the mistake of is not um, finally shredding the carrots enough Mm. because the purpose of the carrots isn't to be like the flavor of the cake. The purpose of the carrot is to add moisture to the cake. Oh shit. Yes. And the flavor is supposed to come from the uh, flavor is supposed to come from the brown sugar, the, um, the vanilla, the uh, nutmeg, the, um, cinnamon. Sometimes I add ginger just to spice it up a little bit, and then I don't add like the nuts or the raisins because that's just a weird texture to have in a cake. Okay, berries of cream. I'm going to tell you right now what the problem is. This is a branding problem. This is not a product problem. <laughs> you sold me that this is a good product. 
If you called it brown sugar, cinnamon, and ginger cake, and then you went nutmeg. the secret ingredient, nutmeg, but then you went, oh, and the secret ingredient is carrots for moisture. Bet you didn't know that. Like, there's plenty of cookies that are made with <laughs> lard, but we don't call them lard cookies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm saying... You people are leading with the carrot, and that's a fucking bro. Sriracha, agree or disagree? Yeah, I think that the carrot is definitely a branding problem. I'm not really a big dessert person, mm-hmm. but I'm thinking about it now. I'm stuck on what you said about store-bought buys are full of corn syrup because I'm thinking, I hate pie. I never eat it, but I made peach cobbler at my house a couple times, mm-hmm. and that, I think, is the most delicious thing on the face of the planet. The problem with um, store-bought uh, things is that they're made cheaply and with um, cheap ingredients and corn syrup is one of them. So most of the time it's just, it tastes stale and overly sweet and the, and the fruit just doesn't taste right. That's usually the problem. Even the crust doesn't taste good. <laughs> Can we all agree though? Pecan pie is better than pumpkin pie. I can agree with that. Sriracha? I don't think I've ever had pecan pie, but it looks... Be- pumpkin pie is bad. Pumpkin pie does not taste good. I don't think... Pump- look, look, I'm not going to throw the pumpkin pie in the garbage. Like, pumpkin pie is good. I think pumpkin pie is better because we only have it once a year. Like, if we had pumpkin pie every month, I don't think we'd like it. But We it- only have it once a year because there's no market for it. Because it's bad. Pretty much. <laughs> Same with the... Well... A lot of people go crazy over pumpkin spice lattes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We don't have those. Here's another thing. Those, those Cadbury's eggs, those Cadbury cream eggs are just full oh, of sugar. Oh, that's just snot. That's yeah. just chocolate filled with snot. Though we, those, like, could you sell those all year? Yeah. But they're Definitely. more special because you can only get them at Easter. And, of course, in Halloween when they're rebranded as spooky eggs. Like, <laughs> there is something that makes the those... Those things more special because you don't get the what's your sriracha. Am I crazy? No, I think you're a hundred percent right. All right, cool. Thank you. Wow, I feel all I needed was some validation. Now I just feel so much better. You know what? You the best validation is these goddamn posters. I can't believe you decided to draw us. Thank you, Barry the Cream. <laughs> it's so nice to you. They're beautiful. Honestly, just thank you because um, I didn't start posting my art online until. <laughs> Until you guys saw my posters. <laughs> oh, my. And, yeah. Oh, sorry, Sriracha. No, and I was just saying, everybody, look how many followers you now have. Everybody likes it. It's really good art. Thank you. Yeah. I, I see, work really hard on it. <laughs> I see this art. I see this art. She's just tweeting us art. And I go, I got to lock down the rights to this art immediately. Do you remember how fast <laughs> I was like, I was like, berries of cream. What's your Venmo? What's your PayPal? I need to send you money right now for a non-exclusive license to use this art in merchandising. I love it so much. <laughs> and we're working on that scene together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was actually just working on that before I called. Well, before you called me. <laughs> yeah. Sriracha, berries and cream wrote a joke today for the dialogue that has you very explicitly saying the red B emoji character that you like. <laughs> Good. It's, I thought you'd like that. It's like, I would. She's got your voice down. She's very good at writing these jokes. 
Yeah, Our, that is real in character for me. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, because I'm I'm email I'm emailing her back and forth. She she wrote in the thing and then she took it out. I was like, but you should put that joke it back. It was a funny joke, and she's like, okay, but what if I make it a red bee? And I was like, you just made it a hundred times better. My God. <laughs> anyway, all right, all right, enough, 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 enough. It's 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 uh, we we, we got to get to the next segment. Berries of cream. Where could people follow you on Instagram? Um, my Instagram is underscore berries underscore n underscore cream and um if i can show another thing yes um a buddy of mine cody from roast mortem uh we are making t-shirts together and we're going to be announcing that soon cool (laughs) and launching it in in a few months And and we've seen the designs because Barry's texted us and she was like, "Do you guys want free T-shirts?" And it was like, well, "Who do you think you're texting?" Of course, we want free T-shirts. Oh my god, I'm <laughs> so excited to get mine. I don't want to spoil anything, but they're super cute. Thank you. Yeah, I actually just finished another design today too. <laughs> was it that little bird you texted me with the hearts? Yes, that's really <laughs> good. Bird option. It's really I need good. To see the bird option before I said decided my free shirt. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna afford you this text. It's really good. All Thank right, you and uh, and and listeners again, you gotta get the, these berries and cream uh, prints. They're eleven by seventeen. Uh, they're uh, the thick cardstock, full color, glossy print. And we're we're gonna sign them for you. You pledge fifteen dollars by this Friday, December sixth, and you will get. Two of these posters shipped to you by Christmas. And uh, and if you don't, then if there's any left over, I will, I'm, I'll throw them into the ocean and make a new coral reef out of them. That's where they'll go. <laughs> You'll never get these posters unless you pledge now. Australia Bar- thanks you. You're, uh, you're welcome, <laughs> mates. All right. Uh, Barry's Cream, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, thank you for inviting me. Yeah, that was really nice to talk to you. It was nice to talk to you too, Sriracha. And we'll be right back after this. Welcome back to the Loudest Podcast final segment. We've, we get a lot of comments and we never really respond to them. We get a lot of like comments and emails and voicemails. People are constantly sending us very nice messages about the show. Oh, really? Yeah. And like, uh. And so I figured, well, let's just respond to some. I want to try to respond to them more often. Um, uh, okay. A ton of the comments are like this, and I don't want to read all of them because it's, it's a little samey, but a guy named Zachariah Badgers writes, thank you guys for being a great thing to look forward to on a Monday. Aw, that's so sweet. What's his name, Zachariah? Yeah, Zachariah Badgers. I love you, Zachariah Badgers. Thank you for being a good guy. Yeah, another guy named Hexakines uh, wrote this on our episode where we read, where you explained that whole Barbie movie to me. He wrote, this is my new favorite episode. I would love a redub of this movie with just Sarancha and Asterios doing all the voices. I think we could do that. There's not many characters in that movie. <laughs> yeah, I definitely. I want to do another episode where you tell me about another one of these Barbie movies because we got really excited about the Barbie movie train. And then I think you went to Indonesia like right away. Yeah, I have watched a bunch of them, though. I watched uh, The Princess and the Pop Star and that made me mad. <laughs> OK. All right. Maybe next week you tell me all you could tell me the whole Princess and the Pop Star because I really liked hearing about those movies. 
Um, yeah. Now, some of the comments, though, aren't so blindingly positive. <laughs> um, a guy named Psychology Man wrote this four days ago in response to our episode where you explained to me how tampons works. Yeah, he wrote, boy, the level of ignorance on display in this episode is totally consistent with every episode. <laughs> Not to brag or nothing, but I learned how tampons work by watching a chick explain it while sticking them up her nose. I'm a, and I'm a country boy from Louisiana and Texas. Southerners greater than northerners. Then the smiley face is sticking his tongue out. Well, finally, a man of class is commenting on our show. I like how the level of ignorance is about on par. Yeah, I think that's what you'd expect. No, that's... You tune into this show. No, that's true. That's very true. Okay, well, first of all, I'm going to point out, he he spelled it tampons. T-A-N-pons. Not tampons. Tampoons. Yeah, exactly. So I think I'm a little bit smarter than... Well, here's the second thing I want to say. Imagine if a guy walks up to you and he goes... Hey, uh, my name's Asterios. I know absolutely everything there is to know about tampons. I know what the different sizes mean. I know what well, that some are for heavier flows and some are for lighter flows. I know where the applicator is disposed and the cotton that it's made of. I know everything about tampons. How creeped out would you be by that guy? I think it's better to know nothing about them. Yeah, I'd be pretty creeped out. Yeah. Exactly. A guy tells you, I don't know shit about tampons. It's like, well, yeah, of course not. Girls don't know anything about our pee bags. Your pee bags? Yeah, there's little, like, bags we carry that we, like, that we pee into sometimes. Like, if we really have to go, we pee into these things called pee bags. It's called a colonoscopy bag, brother. <laughs> you mean a colostomy bag? <laughs> no, yeah. we, no, those are poo bags. It's like a little colostomy bag for your pee-pee. They're called pee bags. Okay, maybe I'm thinking of something different, but there's definitely also one that you piss in. Okay, well, yeah, I look. There's poo bags, there's pee bags, there's pee and poo bags. Yeah, there's different bags. <laughs> the okay. level of ignorance on display in this segment. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, a guy named... Uh, also, a couple episodes ago, we were talking about uh, homeschool kids, and I had the idea that you should design your own, your own homeschool logo, record a homeschool theme song, brand the shit out of your homeschool, a guy named actually not Hayden writes, Asterix is some kind of brand marketing genius for the uniform idea. Also, when I close my eyes, the haunting specters of my dead relatives scream patreon.com slash Asterix into the night. And when the stirs and whispers trail and linger, the corner of my heart is still shadowed by the $2 a month that leave my bank account. Thank you, Hayden. He said I was smart. The $2 a month actually is supposed to keep the demons away. So if you're still seeing demons, I think you need to give another $2. Yeah, you got to up your pledge. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the best way to fight these demons. Oh, you a little while ago talked about blanched vegetables and how your parents would serve you blanched vegetables. Yes. Okay. A guy named Geatmaster says, <laughs> when you blanch vegetables, you heat them internally to 180 degrees and then shock them in an ice bath. They should be cooked only long enough to kill any bacteria on them, such as preparing them for canning. If they were cooked long enough to lose significant flavor, then Saranch's mom is just a crappy cook. That's what I've been saying literally this entire time. <laughs> there is a way to properly cook. There's Blanched vegetables don't have to taste like shit. You just have to put them in some kind of... Dexter-style horror 
preparation table. You need to like heat them up a little bit and then shock them in an ice bath. Or you could just stir fry them. Just fucking stir fry your vegetables and then they taste good. Then they taste like whatever oil you cooked them in. Yeah, there's so many other methods, better methods, dare I say it, that I don't even know why this exists. Yeah, it's such a weird... You can roast them, to fucking cover, the, cover them in olive oil and shove them in the oven? Like, uh, like... Like cover them in, uh, in the, you, you could temper like deep fry these motherfuckers. Like just do something else. Uh, speaking of, I'm sorry, this is not relevant. No, that's Keep fine. Going with comments. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Doki Coon writes: Garfield eats blocked me on Twitter because I wouldn't stop commenting. Quote: Get these goddamn Garfachinos out of my neighborhood on all of their posts. <laughs> my influence. I'm in the zeitgeist now. You are an I'm influencer. I'm in the lexicon. You are an influencer, Sriracha. Uh, I have never been prouder of our listener base. Everybody, go just, they hate that, by the way. They do? How many times they ignore you. They absolutely hate it. I know for a fact because I've been blocked on pretty much every social media channel by them. Just go, no matter what they say, just say, are these Garfuccinos going to lower my property value? <laughs> They really don't like it. They really, really don't like it. Um, okay, Why I got, are my tax dollars going to these Garfuccinos? You know, my biggest problem with the Garfuccino, if they had taste, I wouldn't mind them being in my neighborhood. But a Garfuccino is coffee and orange juice mixed together. So if there's Garfuccinos walking around your neighborhood and you walk up to one of them and take a big sip... You're going to want to puke if they were cappuccinos or or uh, lattes or cafe au lait or cafe con leches in my neighborhood. Those are all good coffees. Right. I completely agree with our president when he said, why can't these Garfuccinos not be coming from shithole coffee makers? I do remember when our president said that that these Garfuccinos are murderers and rapists and some of them, I'm sure, are nice people. Listen, they're not sending their bags. <laughs> All right, I got two more comments here. Um, oh, apparently a long time ago we kept talking about Capicola, and we didn't know what the hell Capicola was. Cap- I don't remember what that is. Capicola is cured pork sausage from the neck area. Apparently the tastiest part of a pig is its fucking neck. Gross. Yeah, so that's what Capicola is. All right, very good. And then uh, finally... Remember how I said you were going overseas and you clearly had some kind of hard-on to get dysentery? Like, you were very resigned to your fate about getting dysentery? Yes. Okay. So a guy named Backwards 7 wrote a very nice comment on how not to get dysentery. He writes, uh, I was shacked up on Free School Street in Calcutta one time for some reason after midday, the water supply for the entire road would go off. I remember watching a kid from the cafe where I was eating, washing off plates in a puddle in the gutter, and thinking to myself, this kind of thing is probably the reason why I haven't had a solid bowel movement in a month. As someone who used to frequent dysentery-enriched parts of the world, my advice is to look for restaurants that draw large crowds of locals and eat there. Also... Avoid eating food at unconventional hours in not busy periods, as that food might have been sitting around for a while in unrefrigerated conditions. It's possible to not get dysentery, Sriracha. 
Man, let me tell you, if I ever decide to go back there, I'm definitely going to take that advice because that was the most sick. I, th- I, I didn't have dysentery, but I had some kind of horrible stomach parasite. And it was I, that, that was probably the most sick I've ever been was that week after I got back. Yeah, I remember like you called me like six times one day. You were like, I'm dying, I'm dying, I'm dying. And I was like, well, can you please stop eating one set of noodles? And you were like, no. No. <laughs> Be realistic. <laughs> Just let me complain. <laughs> oh, and then finally, somebody here writes, Weezer fan420 has the power of God and anime on his side. He's still winning this kid. We got to get that kid his prize. I think that kid won. Well, let's get a couple. Wait, look, we, we, gave, these guys, we gave a lot of these people $10 each. We're going to stretch this content out. Yeah, okay, I agree with that. Okay, good. Oh, we'll see who wins at the end of the contest. Oh, anyone can still win. in it, person listening to this. Yeah, it could be you. Um, uh, hey, well, you know what? Let's wrap up this episode. And uh, speaking of uh, replacement ranches, we're going to play another replacement ranch clip at the end of this episode. Uh, but for now, I just want to say thanks so much for listening. Uh, this uh, Don't forget, you got until this Friday uh, to uh, pledge $15 to patreon.com slash hysterics. If you do, you will get both our amazing posters, our bird mom and bird dad posters. They're 11 by 17. They're on thick cardstock, full color. They're signed, and they will get to you before Christmas. Uh, and the art is, uh, is of course, by Barry's Green, who we heard from earlier. Uh, this, uh, our opening theme song is by Waterboy. Our closing theme song is by Tom from the Roast Morton Podcast. And this episode was edited by Zwick. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Next up is Blaze. Blaze, how you doing tonight? Oh, I'm just fantastic, you know? Tired as hell, but hell yeah, dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course I do. Now, Blaze, yeah. what's your replacement rancher topic? Let's get to it. Why everyone around me is a fucking idiot. I love this. Okay, first off, that definitely means you're the idiot. I think everyone yep. else around me is stupid and wrong, too. I'm always like, why is everybody walking this way? How come everybody's not sitting this way? And it's like, yeah, I'm why causing people problems. Why are yelling about having AIDS? You know, that's you know, uh, just the question. Okay, well, we're going to just move right past on that. Um, all right, what's a, what's a, play this out for me a little bit. Is there like a recent scenario in your life where you thought everyone else was the idiot? Yeah, you know... I'm in high school now. Okay. Basically an adult. Sure. Fucking idiot still, but you know. Yeah. I, I got my life figured out as all high schoolers do. So in there, you can find many different types of people. Most of them I hate. To be fair, though, they all hate me too, so it's not like I'm losing anything there. Okay. But really, high school fucking sucks, and everyone knows that. Yes, high school. So yep, it sucks. Sorry. So I'm just making. I'm making this... My, like, fuck everyone, I'm going to do weird shit to freak people out. Oh. And it's great. Can I, can I give you a bit of advice? Of course. Don't do that. It's oh, yeah. the easiest thing you could do. I know exactly what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. Nobody likes me anyway, and they'll never like me. So I'm going to give them a reason to hate me. I'm going to freak out. Uh, One day I'm going to come in dressed like a clown. Like, I'm going to oh, I'm gonna talk in a British accent all day because fuck it. 
everybody hates me, so I might as well entertain myself. Is that correct? Somewhat. Okay. What I'd like you to try to do for a month is act extra normal. Extra normal. In your Usually mind, I'm just quiet. This year I've that, just kind of embraced that fuck this attitude, you know? Being quiet is good. Being quiet is good. Usually what I am, but... Here's what I do at my day jobs. I say to myself, Asterios, literally try to become the wallpaper. Blend oh, in God. as hard as you can. Blend in like a chameleon in a sea of chameleons. Because... I'm naturally so silly and loud and stupid that if I'm trying to p- go at zero, I'll end up evening out at a five. So, oh, like, man. your extra hyper normal will actually probably be funny and interesting, and you just won't know it. It's when you try to be weird. It's like if you're trying to be weird, you're not being weird. You're being annoying. Like David Byrne. Oh, yeah. I fully embrace that. Yeah. Like David Byrne doesn't know you shouldn't walk around in the giant suit and be like, hey, everybody, this is the talking heads. I can't seem to face up to the facts. Like he thought that's how you were supposed to sing. And that's why it's so good. But, like, when a guy goes out there and they're like, I'm going to sing like a big weirdo, like, I'm going to sing like the guy from Cake, going and humming and, and stepping on a rake, Sideshow Bob, mm-hmm. in with the mob. Like, it's just like, shut up, guy from Cake. Shut up. Shut up, guy from Cake. Shut your goddamn mouth, guy from Cake. You and your guy. I get it. You can't sing. So you said, I'm just going to talk. That's good you know, for about you, seven months. I hope you enjoyed doing Conan once, guy from Cake, and you're out of here. Phone Conan. That's exactly right. Damn straight. Now, what do you think of this advice I'm giving you? Do you patronizing, aggressive, wrong-headed, foolish, boomery, stupid, mean? What do you think? I'm gonna fall. I'm gonna do E. Not all of the above, or none of the above. Some of the above. That's the best I could do. You, yeah. Try Fantastic. No, Try And if it doesn't I'm, work, come in dressed like Superman one day and start screaming about Lois Lane. Like, uh, okay. Nah. You can, uh, the thing is, you can always go up with weirdness. It is hard yeah. to go down. That's what I want to do. I just want to go full weird for like a year. And next year, just come in, be completely normal. See what happens. I'm telling you, man. There's a time and a place to be weird, and it's called improv class. Like, I'm not taking a class for improv. Why? Because I'm I'm broke. I have no way to get there, and I don't like people like that. That's okay. That's okay. We got to find an outlet for your weirdness. Could you do like Twitch or something? Online. Yeah, I see. What I've been doing recently is I've been going on TikTok and just. That's making perfect. fun of everyone on there. Yes, dude. I have a uh-huh. I have a best friend who's famous on there, so I just make fun of everyone in their comment section, and I just talk shit in my own thing. Okay, buddy. Yeah. That, this is great. This is this mm-hmm. is perfect. Ten out of ten, I'd say. You be weird. Yes, eleven out of ten. Yeah. You be weird on TikTok, and you be normal and in YouTube. school. And if you can... Nah. Most of my weird comes from school, and that's where it's fun, you know? Like, 
today in my third period class. Mm -hmm. I learned how to twerk for no reason. Mm -hmm. And now there's at least five videos of me twerking on everyone's Snapchat. You know? Mm -hmm. And it's... I'm fully embracing that I am an idiot. I can get away with most of this shit because I'm young and dumb. Let's see what happens. Attitude. Well, kid, you got to do what you got to do. As mm-hmm. in, it, like, it's like you got to find your own way, mow your own path, sing your own yeah. song, and do your own dance. All things you can do on TikTok. Um, of course. Kiddo, good luck yeah. to you out there. If you ever need Me more too. advice. You call into this show or, I don't know, tweet me or something. I'm, there's got to be a way to reach me. Talk to you later, Always buddy. With- Make your own kind of music. Sing your Oh, it's 1230 at night. I'm, I'm in an apartment. What am I doing? <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, streaming audience, thanks for hanging out. I got to go. I'm going to die. Uh, we'll be back on Saturday. Love you.